Today on the Just Read Podcast, we're looking at 2 Samuel chapters 9 and 10. God has promised to establish David's throne forever. Through David's reign, God is bringing unprecedented peace to Israel. Let's read 2 Samuel chapters 9 and 10. Then David said, Is there yet anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Zebah, and they called him to David. And the king said to him, Are you Zebah? And he said, I am your servant. The king said, Is there not yet any one of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Zebah said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is crippled in both feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Zebah said to the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he said, Here is your servant. David said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show kindness to you for the sake of your father Jonathan, and will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul, and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again he prostrated himself and said, What is your servant, that you should regard a dead dog like me? Then the king called Saul's servant Zebah and said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him, and you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food. Nevertheless, Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall eat at my table regularly. Now Zabah had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Zabah said to the king, According to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so your servant will do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table as one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Michah. And all who lived in the house of Zebah were servants to Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he ate at the king's table regularly. Now he was lame in both feet. Now it happened afterwards that the king of the Ammonites died, and Hanun his son became king in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanun the son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent some of his servants to console him concerning his father. But when David's servants came to the land of the Ammonites, the princes of the Ammonites said to Hanun their lord, Do you think that David is honoring your father because he has sent counselors to you? Has David not sent his servants to you in order to search the city, to spy it out and overthrow it? So Hanun took David's servants and shaved off half of their beards, and cut off their garments in the middle as far as their hips, and sent them away. When they told it to David, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly humiliated. And the king said, Stay at Jericho until your beards grow, and then return. 
Now when the sons of Ammon saw that they had become odious to David, the sons of Ammon sent and hired the Arameans of Bethrehob and the Arameans of Zobah, twenty thousand foot soldiers, and the king of Maacah with one thousand men, and the men of Tob with twelve thousand men. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army, the mighty men. The sons of Ammon came out and drew up in battle array at the entrance of the city, while the Arameans of Zobah and of Rehob and the men of Tob and Maacah were by themselves in the field. Now when Joab saw that the battle was set against him in front and in the rear, he selected from all the choice men of Israel and arrayed them against the Arameans. But the remainder of the people he placed in the hand of Abishai his brother, and he arrayed them against the sons of Ammon. He said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the sons of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will come to help you. Be strong, and let us show ourselves courageous for the sake of our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and all the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the sons of Ammon saw that the Arameans fled, they also fled before Abishai and entered the city. Then Joab returned from fighting against the sons of Ammon and came to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together. And Haraditzer sent and brought out the Arameans who were beyond the river, and they came to Helam. And Shobach, the commander of the army of Haraditzer, led them. Now when it was told David, he gathered all Israel together and crossed the Jordan and came to Helam. And the Arameans arrayed themselves to meet David and fought against him. But the Arameans fled before Israel, and David killed seven hundred charioteers of the Arameans and forty thousand horsemen and struck down Shobach the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the kings, servants of Hadaditzer, saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them. So the Arameans feared to help the sons of Ammon any more. That was Second Samuel chapters 9 and 10. Most incoming kings kill everyone from the previous king's family to avoid any uprising. David, however, showed faith in God and faithfulness to Saul and Jonathan by caring for and honoring Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth. Thank you for reading with me. 